Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Gift of Gaming podcast once more. And this, the spooky season, a very happy Halloween. And a happy Halloween to my two guests joining me in the spooky episode, Colm Nolan and Kev Purcell. Guys, how are you? Great, yeah. Thanks for having us. No problem. Thank you guys for uh, for meeting up with me earlier on in the week and uh, getting spooky scared. Yeah, very spooky. Spoopy indeed. Yeah, happy to be here. As always, I am a big fan of a jump scare or any type of scare. So yeah, this is this is right up my street. So for those who, who might not know, we met up during the week to play uh, Alien Isolation. None of us had played it before. No. 2014 game. Holds up very well, considering mm-hmm. it's almost 10 years old or whatever. Um, but before we go into the whole what we did, where we are, like... What are you guys playing? And it's like, it's, you know, we're recording this obviously a day before this isn't live. Sorry, listeners, to break your bubble or whatever else. We don't do this live. I haven't got the energy for that. But uh, so they'll be listening to this on Halloween. How do you guys, you guys like Halloween? You guys get into Halloween? I love Halloween. But mm. over the last like three or four years, right, basically since COVID, I've kind of been drinking less. So I used to always like dress up and go out and just that would always be a good excuse to like, you know, pick a favorite film or mm-hmm. like genre and go with a cool character from that. Yeah. And then lead that into a night out. But now that I don't do the nights out, I'm like, who, who am I going to dress up for? Yeah. yeah, I'm the same. I'll always dress up at least. Like, And some years, if there's a party on, I'll obviously go to a party. But like, just like the general vibe of Halloween just does it for me. Like walking up and down the streets, seeing the houses done up. Yeah. The other day, I think like the schools must have like had that day before they break for like the Halloween break. And, all the and the amount of costumes I saw just knocking around, yeah, like this yeah. little troop of giant inflatable dinosaurs just <laughs> going by the window. And I was like, we're there. It's yeah. Halloween. I love Amazing. it. Is yeah. it Were you guys uh, proper big trick-or-treaters? Uh, my estate was okay as a kid. Like there'd be a big group of um, like my brother's friends, like Craig's friends and stuff that would have gone trick or treating, and I would have tagged along with them, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess you would have gone trick or treating, but nowhere too adventurous, just in your local yeah. estate. Yeah, you know? that was me too. I was a I was a scared kid growing up. Like like I didn't do. Took me years to go trick-or-treating. I used to, like, my sister was big into it. And, you know, my mom always said she couldn't get her back in. So I'd always share in her sweets and her candy mm-hmm. by the time she got back. Like, because I just couldn't bring myself to go out. I used to get scared of the fireworks and all that type of stuff. But as the years went on, I was like, no, I can. I like this stuff. I can get into to scare mode. To know that our house is on our street is the the scariest one at all. I think I might have mentioned this to you, Kevin. Yeah. I know Colin knows. But, uh, yeah, we take Halloween very seriously in my family. Which is weird because we didn't always. And it just ha- kind of happened one year that we... You know, mom decorated the place up to the nines. Dad, for some reason, was like, yo, I I feel like dressing up and scaring kids. And I was yeah. like, sweet, it sounds good to me. So me and my brother got into it. Like, and my brother, for years, had gone out to, like, Halloween parties. He was big into dressing up, so, like, wolf costumes, scary, like, all of the full body mm-hmm. stuff. So we'd all just put on that kind of stuff, wait mm-hmm. out in the driveway for kids of all ages and like just scare the absolute crap out of them to the point where we had like kids that would cry <laughs> kids that would run away screaming and i was like yes this is what halloween's all about yeah, just scare them. because exactly i had like you know i used to be scared but i have these great memories of a, there was a, a road just you know next over to the, to the road that i was living on with my family and there was always a house there that had like real spooky decorations and when you knocked on the door they opened the door real slowly about like the husband and wife were like dressed up and they'd be like what do you want you know real kind of like but i as a kid i was like i don't want to go to that house they're scary (laughs) but i love having that memory and i love being able to give that memory to like there's loads of kids now who walk around in the area like we we live there's a you know this area like about it's probably a good like 30 minute walk away there was kids coming from there from that estate like up in um charlamont there was kids from charlamont to go down to the other end of griffith avenue down to where you know i was living with the family and they would walk all that distance just to come and experience our house Mm -hmm. and in the days leading up to halloween there was sometimes i might have been out in my driveway um you know getting into the car to go somewhere and there'd be kids walking with their mom and dad from home from school and be like that's the one mom that's the one this is the scary house whatever and i'd be getting into my car being like you're damn right it's a scary house (laughs) like you better watch yourself when you come here tomorrow night whatever you know but that kind of stuff was uh was lots of fun um so yeah i'm 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 in for a good scare do you guys have any plans for your halloween night we're all we're all none of us are partying it's a week it's a work day it's the tuesday isn't it it's tuesday so like you know when people listen to 
this uh, I mean for me I'll have done a full day's worth of work before it mm-hmm. comes to Halloween which would be unusual but I'm really hoping that we get more visitors to the house this year because we like since I've lived just around the corner there Marino like um, we've decorated the house every single Halloween but I get the sense like kids only go to houses that they know yeah. So because they don't know us, we like never get anyone in. Like we let the odd kid in. So like we're gonna try and decorate the house a little bit more this year to try and coax, coax them, them in. in. Yeah. I mean, if that's, it's that's, a bit gingerbread housey, <laughs> isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Is this but as a kid, you look for like red flags. A red flag of a house you don't want to knock on is yeah. no Christmas decorate or well Halloween yeah, decorations. Yeah. Like if you see that. You're like, ah, oh, they probably don't have anything yeah. good. But then you see a place as all done up to the nines, like your family, Darren, and yeah. you're just kind of like, they're going to have fucking good shit. <laughs> you know, like, it, prioritize that. <laughs> and it, it, is, it is a huge part of it because I remember there was always a house in my road that my, my sister would have been like a completionist when it came to trick-or-treating. So in the years when I did go out with her, she was like, no, we're hitting every house on mm-hmm. the road. But there was always this house where lovely neighbors, you know, like lovely, lovely woman, but she'd invite you into the house. Which okay. which I know you, you probably would be a, a bit stranger to do today, but when, you know when I was like whatever it was like nine or ten, she'd be like come in, come in, and then in her in her living room she'd have like her coffee table with loads of bowls of different things that you could take. You could just put them in your bag, but it was all peanuts, apples. Oh, candies yeah. that had the wrappers taken off them yeah. and it's just like that real like i don't want to go to this house anymore <laughs> like, it's kind of weird because <laughs> it was never like, the never the good stuff you know yeah, 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 yeah. people that handed out a big handful of monkey nuts they were the worst they were the yeah, worst you got an orange the odd time you're just like come on yeah if you give this to me it's getting thrown at your phone yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you might as well have given me an egg because yeah. it's coming right back at you <laughs> yeah it was i was it was always good uh i tonight i'm heading to uh the nightmare realm Oh, which I was just sorry. telling Kev before the episode starts that it's a it's a whole area with spooky mazes and hired actors and buildings full of clowns and things like that that you can just meander through and just get spooked. And I'm very much excited mm. for for getting for getting properly scared. Yeah. I think that used to always be in the RDS, but it's in a couple of different buildings this year, is it? Yeah, I think so. I'd never heard of it before this year. My brother went yeah. uh, last year and recommended it. And I think we're retiring, scaring the kids this year. This is the year we're kind of <laughs> taking a, mm-hmm. a, a step back. So uh, just to get our scare fix, we've decided my dad and my sister were going to go and just get ourselves scared, you know? I can actually picture, you know, us going there and like giving these these paid actors pointers, you know? It's like, excuse me, we've been doing this for a long time in our driveway. You know, like we know how to scare people. You're coming at it the wrong way. Um, but yeah, so uh, other scary things. We watched Smile last night. Yeah, uh, yeah creepy as fuck. Um, I would say more so creepy than horror-y. Yes. You know? yeah. Like I don't think, like you're kind of like, oh, there's going to be something creepy as fuck here, isn't there? And then you're like, yeah, that's creepy. But you're never out, like maybe one or two points in the movie, you like might just actually jump. Um, I think, yeah, there's only one or two moments I would say in that film. Yeah, it's, it was okay, but it was nice to get a good scary movie that I haven't seen in before yeah. Halloween yeah, because yeah. I usually just rewatch the fucking generic, like, go through the Halloweens, go through the, the Friday the 13th yeah, or whatever. The yeah. classic 80s ones, yeah. 100%. That's my bread and butter. And it is nice because I, I, before we came up and we were like trying to figure out what scary movie we'd watch, I, I put onto the table The Descent, which is my go-to Halloween film which each and every year. Which one? Uh, they go... Uh, spelunking. Spelunking in the oh, caves. It's a real yeah, kind yeah, of claustrophobic yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of horror film. Um, but like I, I love scary movies and I really get like scared, scared from scary movies and like the likes of The Descent and Paranormal Activity have really done it for me because I, like I was saying to the guys last night when we were watching the film, the moment you see the entity or the, the mm-hmm. thing, especially when they're trying to be like thrillers or like mm-hmm. psychological things, the moment you see the entity or the monster, the alien, it kind of, and it's rare that it's like it's done spectacularly well. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's like dodgy CGI and all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. Yeah. that it really takes me out of the the scare. Yeah, yeah. What I love about Paranormal Activity is that you never see mm-hmm. like the entity is invisible that entire film, so it's just this thing that you cannot see. Now the girl gets possessed, you know. Yeah. Spoiler: yeah. girl gets possessed <laughs> at the end, and you see her possessed, but there's no there's no re- big reveal that kind of sucked me out. Like I remember seeing other films, like when I was watching Insidious, and you saw like the devil creature, and I was like, that's a bit naff looking. And then I was immediately out of the film. Yeah. And the same with um, the Babadook. I was really enjoying that. And then you saw the Babadook. And mm. I was like, oh, that's not actually that scary. And then with Smile, we saw the creature towards the end of Smile. And yeah. like, I was like, oh, okay, that hasn't... That's just a person in a suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of took me out of it. But I love... That's what I love about like the paranormal TV because you don't see the thing or the descent where it leans into it heavier. Being like, no, we'll show you the thing yeah. early on. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it so well that you will be scared of this these creature or these creatures. Yeah. And you have to deal with the rest of the film knowing they're around the place. Do you oh, know what okay, I mean? Yeah. And I always think that they're kind of the more successful kind of scary, yeah. scarier The films. suggestion of it being there but not All quite, the time. Yeah, like, and like, yeah. you know, like I said, it was... The, the the, the descent for people who haven't seen it it's like you know like they're kind of like cave monsters but like they're a version of humans so they didn't it's not cgi and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like play skyrim 
Yes. Do you know yeah, the yeah. Dwemer? The like, yes. underground yeah, freaky yeah. thing? Basically them. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Loads of Dwemers, yeah. yeah. But like yeah. that's, you know, that's more believable. Like, I mean, for me, like, I mean, the idea of like there being caves on planet Earth for this fucking Dwemers or whatever else, yeah. it ma- makes you feel really unsettled. But that's what I love about that movie because it's a potentially a believable thing that there's creatures that have evolved differently and that yeah, we just yeah. haven't found still living on the planet as opposed to, ooh, the big entity ghost type yeah, thing, you know? Yeah. So that was, that was good. Um, so yeah, we played Alien Isolation to spook mm-hmm. ourselves to mm-hmm. try and see if it was a good, good, scary uh, mm-hmm. Halloween game. And uh, needless to say, like I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna pepper this episode when I'm doing the e- editing with uh, I recorded us the three mm, of us uh, playing through the game, the audio, and it is very funny. It is so I'm gonna pepper the episode here and there with like little clips when we're talking Love about um, fun, yeah, scary bits. Um, so you play the campaign first, and I guess the, the whole point of this episode is like, hey, you've got a, an episode of the Gifted Gamer podcast, this is two on Halloween. But I guess it was like, here's how scary kind of potential Halloween games. If you're sitting at home listening to the podcast and it's the afternoon, you're like, what will I do at Halloween? Well, let us tell you, Alien Isolation's worth an absolute go nine years later to Definitely. get a to get a mm-hmm. to get a scare. We start off with the campaign. Yeah, cool. Um, which we only got like two hours into before we kind of said it wasn't. Yeah, I think I, I played it a little bit longer at home. Like I got it myself as well because every I'll do this like every single year and like there's always like a Reddit thread around this time of year as well being like, what's the best horror game? Yeah. And people like, yeah. and Alien Isolation is always up at the top. It really is. So I was like, I'm going to get stuck into this because I do enjoy a good scare. And I'd say I got like, oh, I'm not 10 hours in, but I'm, I'm you know, I got a bit through the game and yeah. the parts that we started seeing particularly with the like the replicants what are we the talking android about? Kind the of android features. guys they're the fucking scary part of the game for a they lot of different me out, yeah, they yeah, are yeah. terrifying yeah yeah that was um really really good like there's one area i got to in the end where like you're just having to like navigate through like three or four different rooms and like each one of the rooms has like four of those fuckers in it mm-hmm. and they walk in a particular path that you can figure out quickly but like getting through it is impossible and every single time they will get alerted to you and it's you're just running from them the whole time and then trying to re-go through the room again yeah. like what did you guys think of them like were you i i love the how they introduced one of the mechanics with them was that we you know because we like i said we got two hours into it maybe mm. before we gave up but not gave up but we're like i want to be more scared than i am like i'm in suspense but i'm not scared so we moved to survival mode which mm-hmm. we get on to but um I quite enjoyed them, but there was a real clever bit that it scared me. And I knew exactly what they were trying to do, but it still got me. Was you get the um, the radar, the little monitor thing yeah. that'll tell you if there's movement near you. And it's the first time you're introduced to this thing. So you've come across the AI android fellas. They haven't turned evil against you yet uh, or evil against like the crew or anything like that. So you're like, okay, this seems fine. I've got nothing to worry about. These guys are just here to help me. But you go and you pick up the the radar thing. And when you when you lift it or you you press the button to, to bring it up onto your screen, it'll tell you where there's movement near you. And the moment I picked it up and had a look at it, which is what the game tells you to do, it's like, mm. hey, use L1 to press L1 to use this thing. And I was like, mm. okay. And immediately... <coughs> There was like movement behind me, and I turned around real quick to one of the androids, being like, "Is everything okay?" And I was like, "Jesus <laughs> Christ!" Like, but the game purposely like, "Here's how you use this yeah. thing, and we're going to scare you by telling you how to use this thing." Yeah. And I love that, like, that classic kind of horror introduced you into the mechanics. Like, and I knew I was going to get scared. I knew there was a scare here. I knew exactly what they were going to do, but I turned around and still got got spooked by this. Yeah, yeah, uh, it absolutely delivers on the jump scares that one for sure. Yeah. Like, even just like the the audio of the game was sending me a lot of the time. Where like when I first started playing. And when we started playing it as well you don't you don't run into the the xenomorph for like quite a quite a period of time but the yeah. whole time you're waiting so it's that anxiety <laughs> builds for me so you could be in an event and you just like hear another bit of the vent rumble and you're like was that me was that an echo or am i being hunted down yeah, so it's yeah. almost like that anticipation of waiting to be attacked was what was really getting to me yeah. like and then when it eventually happened that's why i laugh so much i'm like there it is you know yeah, like, yeah, i yeah. laugh on the scale. that is the funniest thing I mean, yeah. when i'm throwing these clips in and out that's what i love about you know listening back to the clips it's just understanding how both of you guys deal with suspense and being scared and kevin you were just a laugher yeah. you were just like a, i'm so scared so my natural defense mechanism is just to laugh at yeah, this but like yeah. it's a scared laugh you know it's so good did you enjoy the campaign, Colin, to, to kind of kick it off? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the campaign was was good. It wasn't super scary or anything like that from the points that we played. But uh, I think I had like kind of background game information that kind of made me feel more safe. Like mm-hmm. while we were like 
traversing through up until we met Axel. Was that? His oh name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until yeah, you yeah. meet Axel, I was like, "There's no way we're gonna meet the alien until we see it in a cutscene." And yeah. then we met Axel and Darren. At the time, you were like out of the room, and I was just like, "By the way, Darren, this guy's a fucking asshole." Yeah. Yeah. Like the first thing he does is like hold you hostage. Basically, he's just like, "I'll oh, fucking kill you." And you're like, "Ah, we've got a ship. We'll get you out of here if you show us where the comms room is." You're like. Hmm, okay, I can get off this place with you. Yeah, all right, I'll help. I was like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah. like aggressive to everybody else you meet in the short little time later. And then sure enough, you get a little bit further on and a cutscene starts going down. And I was like, even thinking, I think I might say it to you guys, like if Axel get, gets his, I'll be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, sure enough, like you go into two different rooms and you have to both press a button and you both do that the door opens and then in axel's room the alien just appears and like tears him apart and i was like okay from now on the this game alien. is real yeah, and you gotta yeah, be careful yeah. <laughs> and it's funny playing it like that because we know games called alien isolation we've grown up with the alien films we know what the whole premise of this film is for sure it's like oh you know or the premise of this, this game is like i have to like get away from this alien um but yeah, the whole time I was playing it, being like, are they going to just jump me with the alien? Or like as Colm said, do I get it? Do I, do I get that moment of, of, of understanding where it's like, no, 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 we'll give a cutscene and mm -hmm. then you have to deal with it. And that's what I loved about it. But I have a question for you guys, because this is purely hypothetical because we don't have the technology. But the part that I love about the game, and I, I'm big into kind of space films. I, lo I especially love Life. Do you know what I mean? Where I don't know if you remember yeah, Life. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Where, where they find that, like the creature, that organism or whatever else that ends up taking over the ship. But the fear and I, I just want to ask the question if you guys think you could do it but that fear where because the whole point is uh ripley who you're playing as is looking for her mother they believe that there's a, a chance her mother was on this uh spaceport space station place that seems to have kind of gone offline mm -hmm. and you go off to explore and you, when, when when your ship gets there you can see that there's like lots of damage to the spaceport no one's responding and you have to make the trip through you know that like the the, the, the doors closed to get into this to, to dock properly so you have to like spacewalk over mm -hmm. to this thing do you guys, and like he says, knowing what we, um, we, we don't know if there's any life out in space, but if you guys were in deep space and someone said, all right, I need you to spacewalk over to this spaceport where you can see like flickering lights and no, no one's getting back to us. Do you guys think you could do it? Do you guys actually think you could go over to uh, put yourself in that environment? Do you think, think you'd, you'd be okay? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, like if you're be, already in space and you're used to that kind of light, like at the minute I'd be like, I just wouldn't go to space because I mean... You'll die. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. But if you're a tough guy, like you'd like to think you would, you know what yeah. I mean? You're like, but when a push comes to shove, no, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Some things romanticize it like uh, Cowboy Bebop or like Serenity or Firefly, you yeah. know, like all these. It's like, yeah, I could definitely do that. That'd be yeah. grand. And then space you see travel is safe and goofy. Alien, yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. So we got, we got through that. We got the alien kind of introduction and... I think that was kind of it then afterwards because we ran away from that and got into the part with the um, the android fellas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they did kind of freak me out. It was just more so the, the controls for the game are quite sensitive in some ways, but when you're actually moving, you're quite slow. So when you have a oh, really yeah. sensitive viewing, but you're mm -hmm. moving slowly, it's just like, oh, I don't like this. Please move quicker for yeah. the love of God. Uh, we, we had a moment there though while we were playing and you had to like escape from one android and you go like just into another room and as i'm going down the stairs the door just opens and another android comes out and i just crouch and i just like okay okay hopefully he just like fucks off and doesn't come near me and then he immediately just turns looks at me like oh fuck yeah, shoot yeah. at him run away and then after some time we came back into that room and he was just on the ground in a totally different location and i remember just being like oh fuck did the alien get him what's going on and yeah. i just went over to like loot his corpse and i wasn't anticipating i didn't even know it was that kind of game but a quick time event comes and he just grabs your yeah. leg and it's just like oh and i start pressing it and the quick time was very unforgiving because yeah. i think we were playing you, on the hard uh, hard mode yeah. whatever hard mode was yeah and like it just just from that he's like i was waiting for you it's like oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. with those and dead like, blue eyes yeah. as well like the northern and that, and that's that's the great thing about what i love about it, a good scare as well is that we were you know sitting here in the apartment all the lights off uh, absorbed in it and like your energy people's scared energy rubs off on you mm -hmm. so like <clears throat> me just kind of watching Colm approach this android thing in my head I was like I wouldn't do that but I've got no control over the situation because Colm's playing and the moment the thing comes up and grabs them I got such a fright myself but I was like I wouldn't have done that Colm why did you do that <laughs> like when you have no control it's uh it's almost scarier which we'll get to the point like when we were playing survival mode but um yeah, I enjoyed the the androids kind of turning against 
the crew yeah. was quite cool when they became violent and you kind of had to yeah you can see it from a vent at one stage where a guy's like oh we gotta get to communications he's like you're being hysterical yeah and, and just he... bashes his fucking head in yeah, like, yeah. yeah. well your yeah. man shoots him first and it does absolutely yeah. nothing so that's kind of like a bit of like like pre-warning like don't waste your ammo yeah these guys you're just gonna have to hide from these guys did, yeah. did that did actually did that happen for us in the game where we picked up the revolver i can't remember if yeah we got own game no we, we got we, it, yeah. we got the revolver but we were like it doesn't help no like no. it slows them down momentarily and then you can maybe like use the wrench to slow them down a bit more you had uh you had a moment Colin, where you were being chased by one of them and you got a perfect shot oh, yeah. on on the android's head as they were approaching it and you ran by them but as you were running by them thinking like hey i'm scott freer this give me like a couple of seconds like he just immediately grabbed you and that yeah, was it yeah. like you know so they don't they don't really do anything for you, no. like, you know? Buys it's, you the tiniest bit of time to run, but then, like, even if you manage to find something to hide in, yeah. they're on your tail straight yeah, yeah, yeah. away. Like. And the sound, and, you know, we weren't playing with headphones because the three of us were kind of sharing the screen and watching each other play, but I can't imagine how awful that game would be with, like, 360 surround sound because when we were crawling through vents or going through certain parts in the main game, we often heard... Mm-hmm. Especially after the alien appeared, we often heard like what sounded like the alien rummaging in the vents mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. being in the room next to you. And because you're on a ship and everything's so metallic and industrial and cold, I was playing it being like, oh, my, I, I, I don't know what that, that sound is. I don't want to know what that mm-hmm. sound is. Do I have to keep playing this game right now? And I love it. Like, I, I, I don't think I get scared that easy, but there's something about creating that atmosphere and like being there with your mates who are also scared that i was like i don't know how much longer i can play yeah. this game for well the games definitely do have that built into their soundtrack like they'll have like if you're not you don't have to be in events but like while you're in events or if you're walking around you'll hear the clanking of pipes and mm. you'll hear like okay. you know like when you step on like ducting or something that makes that like impression noise like the boom yes that you've like put like, it out or whatever yeah, yeah. So they'll have that peppered throughout it so you could be totally safe but you'll hear that anyway and that'll put you on edge so you're looking around uh, and then maybe the sound effect of an actual alien coming down on you sounds yeah. a little bit different, but it's the same. Uh, Dead Space did it really fucking well to the point that I have an amazing anecdote, and I don't know if Craig's ever told it before because it's from his good friend Ken, but they were playing Dead Space when it first came out, and he just walked into a room after having dealt with some fucking scary, freaky shit. Yeah, yeah. He walks into a room, and as he's walking over to an item, he just hears the sound of a pipe hitting the ground behind him, like just at the entrance to the door, and whatever way it caught him, like the noise was very creepy, and he just pause the game it's like no Dump. no done with this <laughs> i just rather than like look around or see what was going on or get the jump scare you just pause it was like i'll have none of this thank you that happened <clears throat> happened a lot to me when i was younger a good bit younger but playing the old resident evil games back okay. on the playstation one yeah. where <clears throat> i would you'd walk you'd be walking down like a, a corridor and and it was that classic that just made the old resident evil game so scary it was the lack of free movement that you yeah, had the camera mm-hmm. angles. and the yeah. camera angle you couldn't control and everything and i remember going through a corridor and it's like thunder and lightning outside i think it's resident evil two maybe three actually but it's like lightning outside but it was the click with the clickers is that what you call the liquors oh yeah yeah the the ones with the horrible monster with the big tongues and i remember getting that cutscene, and it's in the you know we watch it now it's terrible cgi mm-hmm. but i remember getting it and the game came through to me and it dropped it on the floor in front of me but whatever the camera angle was i had no idea where i could run to and in that moment, I because I seen pause the game was like, and I'm never playing a Resident Evil game <laughs> ever again. I yeah. have no idea how to get out of this situation. I'm out. And when you're a young kid by yourself, you're like, nope, no, no, no. Well, what age were you then? So like Resident Evil 3, probably not long after we got it. Oh, it was 3. Okay, okay. I think it was Resident Evil 3, yeah. So not long after we got it. So I'd say it would have been like a young-ish teenager when I gave it a shot, like, yeah. you know, myself. The, the camera angles of Resident Evil 2 was the first, like, a glimpse of Resident Evil that I ever got. So when I played that and the angles were just so fucking freaky and awful, mm-hmm. like you start in a train station in a train car, or you have to go through a train car and you can hear the sound of the zombies in front of you. And if you played the game before, all you have to do is just like keep running, yeah. go through the door and you'll beat them. But if you hold on, which is what I did, the zombies keep walking and cut off your exit. And then even if you get off the bus, I think that they kind of follow you out and off. And as a kid, that freaked me out so fucking much that I was just like, like literally in the first five minutes of playing the game, Craig rented that and I rented the Rugrats, made the quick switch over to the Rugrats. <laughs> and I was like, fuck that shit. That's... <laughs> I was probably only about nine then, by yeah. the way. So I was young. No, but and it is like, and even now, like this, there's, there's certain things that would scare me now. I think of like Silent Hill. Silent Hill is a game I'd love to go and play again, but Silent Hill definitely disturbed me a yeah, lot. That I, that I don't know if I could ever play that by myself yeah. again. Um, <clears throat> in that there was a, I think in Silent Hill two, or maybe even the first, the, the one that's really foggy, just basically because it was an old game, you can't really see that far yeah. ahead ahead of you. And you're walking around with a guy in the green jacket. I think that's Silent Hill two. 
but there was creatures that come out from underneath the cars when you're walking through the city mm-hmm. uh trying to get like to the hospital and the map is bloody and everything's grim and it's all oh horrible but then the thing runs out from underneath the car across the street do you the car that's where i just like had my character stand there and be like don't know if i want to continue <laughs> with this one thanks you know i found that early on as well and again that like i don't know if like it definitely falls into the genre but it's not your typical kind of jump scare but in alan wake and particularly like the earlier yeah. chapters of the game when like you haven't managed to pick up or hoard much like you know batteries for the flashlight to, to keep the people like with the dark away from you and they can just appear from literally anywhere in a forest from behind a tree mm-hmm. and you have nothing to really defend yourself at this point because i always found it was way harder at the start of the game but like is it would you call that a generic kind of horror game or is it more of a survival game in i'd say way. it's kind of horror because yeah. like i'd never it used to scare me proper play it, but i did watch people <laughs> yeah. and there's definitely a lot of like kind of jumpy scares i used to yeah, speed run it but i used to try and speed run it as much as i could because like i could i was struggling to find ammo like in the first couple of chapters but then it's a weird one as a game it actually progressively i thought got easier because mm-hmm. you just well you figured it out a bit more but then easier there was far more ammo and there was far more like stuff you could hoard and flare i think and the sort of stuff. the point of the alan wake games you know they're kind of more of the settle in and get psychologically yeah <clears throat> Stephen King up. meets yeah. Twin Peaks, you know exactly that stuff. kind of stuff. Yeah. Where so I think if you're speed running or whatever else, you're not sitting into things. I guess the way maybe they wanted you to play it, so you're not getting sitting into things, and getting like completely spooked, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, but yeah, if you speed run, you're like, I, it's like literally just running away from something, being like, I, I don't see this, so I don't care. Uh, yeah, it scare yeah, me. Yeah. I don't see this, I don't care. Um, but yeah, so we we went then from playing the main campaign. We got about like what two and a half hours into the main campaign, and we kind of said, you know what, this is kind of thrillery, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not giving us enough of a scare. And boy, did we make a mistake making the switch over because we got what we asked for. <laughs> yeah. Like immediately. Because we hadn't, this is the thing, like, I mean, you'd played a little bit before. Yeah, uh, I hadn't done the survival mode. That was my first time doing yeah. it. Yeah. And it was, it was because you start off in kind of like, again, you're on the spaceship, you start off in a room uh, and there's a few little bits and pieces to help you, you know, create med kits, whatever it might be. And then you just kind of out on the map and we had no idea what to expect. I was the first one that went, and oh man, I was in bits because I went out into the first corridor and it's basically a, a, essentially like a square map with vents and other rooms to sneak into. And then at the very end of the map, to the very northern point, there's a staircase that goes up to give you like, a, you know, almost like a mirrored image on the second floor where there's a generator that you have to turn on. But we had no idea what we were doing at all. Mm-hmm. And I ran out. I, I'm not expecting because we played through the whole main game and seen a cutscene of the alien and mm-hmm. that was it. We hadn't dealt with the alien in the no, main game at no. all. So I ran out. And the first thing, there's a couple of things to hide behind. The moment I ran out, you just hear nothing but noise. Nothing but noise and like alien screams. And I was like, holy, what am I meant to do here? And I hid behind the very first stack of items. Mm-hmm. And I could hear him right there in front of me. So then <laughs> you take out your little um, radar thing, which like just goes, because the thing was right in front of me, it was just going boop, 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 boop. And I was like, oh my God. And you can do that little hold L1 and peek. <laughs> and every time I picked up, his head was just Because yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I guess the AI knew I was there but hadn't seen enough of me to kill me or catch me come around the other side of this thing but would not fuck off at all and the noise from the three of us like anytime i peeked over and he was there it's all of us going oh (laughs) but it is so intense in that it's not like you're just playing through a storyline and these like beats are happening to you that alien in the survival mode is hunting you relentlessly from Mm -hmm. the moment you go in yeah and it's just like am i smarter than this ai that is fucking terrifying Go, 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 go. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Get to the elevator. Run to the elevator now. Just run. Where's the... Right there. Straight ahead. Down to the left. Downstairs. Left, left, left. And the elevator's on your right. Oh, there he is! Why is he making Oh, I was like, oh, it's up here. That's bad. Yeah. It was yeah. never more than like with, the, like, I don't think we ever got like ten yards away from the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was always on the cusp mm-hmm. of being. I remember on top of you. Like, I, yeah. I got onto the second floor, and the only reason I got there was because similar to like what you do in the main game, but you you kind of see a pattern emerge. So having mm-hmm. you two went first, Darren first, then you came. Mm-hmm. So by the time you had kind of gone, or maybe even after I had gone again. Um, you just start to see like a little pattern emerge. You're like, I wonder if I do this, this, and this, will it work? And then for me, 
I remember just going out straight away, seeing the staircase on one of your runs and being like, right, I can get there. I'm just going to go out. If the alien comes at me, I got a flamethrower. That'll slow him down. Mm-hmm. And now I run up the stairs and we'll see what happens. And I think that's exactly what I did. Um, the flamethrower did sweet fuck all and it actually scared yeah. me more than it probably <laughs> upset the alien. But I, sh- I did manage to run, get around the corner and get up the stairs. Uh, and then I think, Darren, this is um, a moment where <laughs> I got into a locker and just just as a little forewarning for me playing that game especially in the survival when people went to get into a locker or anything like that it would literally scare the shit out of me because I would just anticipate the alien grabbing you from behind putting you into an awful fucking cinematic where you just have no escape yeah. and yeah it did happen from time to time but the anticipation of it happening really scared me more than anything else. Uh, well, I love it about your reaction and there is a clip um, that'll play when you hid on was that when you went halfway up the stairs and you hid and you'd had yeah, enough yeah 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 I just I, I beelined for the stairs and I had no idea like we'd never gotten up the stairs so I didn't know what was up there waiting for me so when I saw the like the little hatch I was like get the fuck in there get in get in get in get in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so good so you, you went into the hatch and were like I can't do this anymore I'm gonna have it on it's like the Darren like, the Darren would yeah, you like I was like no <laughs> I still pay the clip thing was like sitting there and watching you two guys and, and realizing what bits kind of scared like which bits you both found scarier so Colm you always found that little animation between getting into a vent into a locker into a whatever it is that, yeah. that animation scares you more so than anything else because anytime we were running from the alien and you'd always hear the thuds of it like crouch up behind like you on your ass like yeah, fucking chasing yeah. you and down. Me, me or Kev would decide to hide anytime you would be on your feet going ah, like just freaking out because you, you and like that it is it's built that like you you press this button and you hope that automatically when i press x i'm just hidden mm-hmm. but there is that two second animation yeah. and you're like but he's right there and he can see because there was a great one where i was trying to like i was you know fucking about with the alien for a while and then he was chasing me and i hid in the locker but i was like he 100 percent saw me and then he was like back and forth in front of the locker door for and then he just stayed to the side like if you checked your motion detector he was still there just off to the side out of view and then after a while he goes off so I wonder if you would come out would he have just been ready to just fucking jump me yeah yeah Yeah. and that's the thing as well that's where like uh, you know because you don't know how well the game is built. It's like, is the AI clever enough to like, just wait for me to leave? Like, is that what it's doing here? And it's, I think where I think, you know, in real life, scary scenarios, would I have the guts to get back out of the locker ever? Or am I, or or am I, am I just going to die in this locker? Like I'm never going to leave. Like what was great as well. I don't know if it was in the story, if it was in that survival mode, but when one of you was like, you were in a corridor and there was like lockers on both sides of the wall and you started on like on the right side of the wall hiding in the locker you got out and then you like ran up a little bit the aliens started coming back you jumped into a locker on the left and while you were looking out you could see a different locker with just a dead npc and there was a hole in the door and his like carcass was just like falling out onto the floor and, oh, all. and it was like oh shit like because yeah, like the ai does learn if you keep yeah, hiding yeah. in lockers they'll pick up on yeah, that and yeah, just yeah. like kind of search them so I, I wish just, like, we'd like seen more of like the animations for the kills though as well because the different angles like I thought it was going to be you know maybe the same one or two mm-hmm. maybe three animations if they get you from the front to back or on top but all the different ways we died while doing that survivor mode were sick like if, whichever one of you has gotten the vent and got pulled that in the was, back yeah. that was me that was, and that was our, mental that was our first run as well and like I'll, you know I'll play the clip for that one But that one's mental because I was I thought I was home free yeah. because I got into the vent and we had no uh, we we couldn't conceive that the alien alien was also allowed in the vent because when you saw the alien take to a vent it was always these big holes in the main mm-hmm. corridor where you were hopping into these tiny little vents and the noise those vents would make would almost scare you because when you went close enough to them they'd react and automatically open yeah. and that like noise was enough to scare me yeah. sometimes <laughs> yeah I was like oh where's the alien it's like, oh it's just a vent I'm okay but I got into that with the alien chasing me and snuck in and when you get far, far enough away from the door the vent will close again and I was like 
oh. and then the door automatically opened and I saw the alien walk by the vent and I was like alright I need to get out of here just in case the alien can get in mm-hmm. so the vent closed again I thought nothing of it turned around turned on my torch because it's now pitch, pitch black and instead of running towards the other vent and the moment that vent opened and I was about to leave animation kicks in which scared the shit out of all of us and I just got dragged back yeah. dark screen and I was just the three of us screaming I was like oh god because you think you're safe like you think oh no he, like, he either can't come in here or I'm far enough away now like I didn't see him come into the vent so mm-hmm. I've got loads of time to get out but you're, you, as you said earlier on Colm your movement sometimes is so you feel so waterlogged yeah particularly when you're trying to like if you're if you're in sprint mode and you try to turn left or right like it, it's probably quite realistic to actually try to sprint and turn yeah but like it was super laboured do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you couldn't take a sharp corner at all. And that thing's got like four legs is chasing yeah. you. Know what I mean, we, we had no chance. <laughs> what the alien does seem to always be running on two legs though. Yeah, and it when, when it's so walking. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. The, the worst one in terms of uh, that uh, was when you, Kev, took your second turn and you were like, you know, fuck this shit, I'm out. And you just legged it. You full sprinted up the stairs. And the I stairs is like... he was behind me as well. I thought I, I, thought I had that him. Was, that was the worst part because you, you legged it up the stairs and it's about like, it's about what, four, like three or four... Uh, levels you have to go up these stairs in this mm-hmm. like kind of square pattern mm-hmm. and we could just like i we i was like you know like laughing out of pure fear being like you're a madman like he's gonna get you because you could hear the dun, 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 dun. and you turned around at one point and there was no alien and you looked down over the things could not see any alien but could still hear the things yeah you ran up one more case and when you turned around you got absolutely murked by it Done. but it's yeah. just that because it's like that thing that the way the game you turn around you're like okay you've got time mm-hmm. and you turn it back and you're like, no, I'm fucked. Like that's it. Game over. Yeah. Oh, it was good. I'm gonna play a lot more of that survivor mode, I reckon. Cause like once once you figure out the routine, I'm hoping I'll be able to get, like, get past at least. I'd say one. so, yeah. I like I don't know how many phases like you were telling me how many objectives there were. While I was playing it, I was not paying attention to no. anything other than like just running the fuck away or yeah. hiding or doing whatever. And you you got the furthest out of all of us, Colin, because the, the whole point of that one is you, there's loads of bonus um object side objectives you can do, but the mm-hmm. main objective is to go to the generator on the top floor. That's switch so it on scary. it's so scary switch on the generator <laughs> so and then go back down to get the elevator out that's the whole point which is like you know I think that the the, the time record which is definitely like you know someone bugged it was like yeah. 9 seconds yeah, no like, that's, it's crazy you couldn't do it 9 seconds but the worst part is it's and it reminds me of like the worst scene I remember from playing the, the first the Last, Last of Us, us. Yeah, exactly I know what you're on about. where you're underground and you're you know uh, the whole time you, you're trying to be quiet and there's like water up to your waist mm-hmm. and you finally get to oh, this yeah, bit which yeah. you know as Joel and and the game's been so smart, and I love this about horror games, where the game has taught you that like, you have to pull on this thing on a generator to get the generator going. Mm-hmm. But it's also taught you that when you do that, the gener- generator makes a fuck ton of noise. Loads. And that scene, I love that scene so much in The Last of Us. And it was, it was funny because I was like living in New Zealand at the time, playing it late at night by myself, getting spooked, and went, and I was in the water, and I was like, I know there's, there's loads of, of, of you know, um, clickers and everything mm-hmm. around me. And I know when I pull this generator, I'm in, I'm in deep shit, like so little ammo, and I gotta make a run, but like you have to run slowly in the water. The moment I turned on that generator, lights came on, but the noise of everything that was like living around me that I hadn't seen before came running in my direction. I finished that section, saved the game, and didn't play the last one then for about two months afterwards. I was like, God. <laughs> but watching you, because Colm, you got to the generator on the top floor, and it's that same thing with is that you have to, you know. Um, inter- interact with it and then like pump it almost yeah, like, like a, like a, a Jura- time like a Jurassic Park pumping the you know the first Jurassic Park where your one is pumping the power the generator gen- yeah. and Samuel L. Jackson's arm yeah yeah, 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 kind of, yeah so yeah. it's that kind of scare and like you were there pump and like you would gotten up to the generator and hid kind of behind the generator not in an in an actual like hiding spot but you just crouched down behind it and we could hear the alien nearby and you're like okay i'm gonna and like for me i wouldn't have interacted and that's what i love about it because if it was me i would have waited a little bit longer before i interacted with the generator but i just had to just watch you do it which scared the shit out of me because you just straight away were like okay i'm just gonna pump this generator and you're there pumping the switch and all you can hear is the alien just going like screaming in the background and then you just like you running as fast as you could but there was a vent beside me i think i got through that vent and up a little bit before you got back then so it it, it changes the whole putting on that generator changes the whole landscape of the it's like okay you're in part two of this survival thing because when we hit the generator all the lights are switched off 
and the alarms come on. Yeah. And it's that, wow, wow. And I have a great audio clip I'll put on as well where it's you trying to hide from the alien, but all you can hear in the background of the audio clip is the alarm going off yeah, yeah. and the footprints. And even listening, when I was like cutting bits out to throw into this episode, mm-hmm. even when I was listening to it, I was going, ooh. <laughs> and I like, didn't like it because it just, it settles. But it changes the whole dynamic is that like the alien now knows you're here, uh, but it's so much harder for you to hear things and to see things like, you know, there's, there's like the, the, you're in dark, but there's the red alarm is going off. So the lighting is, is red, but it's like, because the alarms are like these circle things that move, you're only getting glimpses of light in the mm. corridors and it makes it so much harder for you to get out. But you got so close. You were around the corner from the escape uh-huh. elevator column. And I remember you were like legging it as fast as you could. And you heard, you heard the alien behind you. So you just ducked down behind, I think just like a, a fence essentially like a catwalk fence so it wasn't a legitimate hiding spot and you just peeked up and the alien saw you and again it's just all street going no so so scary uh so kevin you reckon that's the thing you could play by yourself you brave yeah, man i think I'll, I'll keep going like I, I like i do enjoy a good horror game i've actually i've got quite a few on the go at the moment so like if that for me so far has been the one that's probably been like the most tense and anxiety ridden to play so i'll do it sparingly yeah because like i can't i can't i couldn't sit down and like bash out like three hours of that in a row do you know what i mean like yeah. there's just there's just we no had way to, like, i crumble yeah because we did like we did uh, like two goes each then we sat down for a cup of tea yeah we took the lights back on for a moment yeah. <laughs> i was like do we have to go back into this yeah. and i got two more but the the, the audio clips are real funny because at times especially you and me column there's a times where i'm playing and i got i got murked at the end and it's just me going i can't I just can't that's it I'm out I'm out I'm done I can't do this anymore because it was it was so like my body was so tense like don't we sat down for a cup of tea my whole body was like oh my god yeah. like I think uh, I can't remember with the order that it happened in but let's just say that uh, Darren you went first um, and then you did your whole run through and I was just like right I just passed it to Darren so I've got Kev as a buffer and then Kev kind of goes into it and then like very quickly like gets caught <laughs> out and then it's like passed because I was like fuck off yeah, like, yeah, do I have I, to do this I again? just gave this over I do not have it in me and it was it was real funny as well because I think on your second go because like when we came out when you leave that survival room initially you think there's a pattern like you think the alien comes from right to left and stops and yeah. looks and you tried to do something different. You're like, I'm going to flamethrow this guy. And you tried to like muck up the, you know, or you're like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, wait here. And he's going to do his usual thing. But you ran out real quick, which kind of messed up the, the algorithm. The of algorithm. Had, like, so behaves. he, so the alien just like appeared somewhere. Like you ran, you're like, well, I'm just going to run because the alien isn't here. And the moment you said run and it was like on your side of the map, <laughs> which it shouldn't have been. And all three of us are like, it, no, it, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they just like fire in a flamethrower at it from a vent. And like, he just like, similar to what happened to you. I'm oh, in the vent yeah. and he yeah. opens the door door it starts shooting with the flamethrower like that'll get rid of him and he just charges you while sure. on fire it's like ah, Jesus, yeah. why do you even have a flamethrower yeah uh is there i mean for me just out of curiosity is there any game that would be up to, like for me that was probably the one of the scarier uh video game experiences i've had mm-hmm. with people i think it's like you know when you get people in there it's good to get like everyone's energy just gets everybody mm-hmm. just more scared mm-hmm. uh, is there any other games that would have kind of matched that kind of fear for you um, in recent years because they're like we're adults now we, mm-hmm. we understand that the scares aren't real but like that still scared the absolute fucking shit out of me when I was playing that game yeah I would say the original Dead Space maybe the remake I haven't played it but I'd say that the the atmosphere from those games alone is scary enough without any fucking um, what are they called necromorphs or something like, yes um, yeah, yeah. yeah like that like for intensity building, I think Alien Isolation did take a little bit of the like this creepy fucking atmosphere from well, obviously the Alien movie, the original, yeah, because it's very much so like an isolation kind of atmospheric thriller horror, um, which is awesome, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, for this game, um, Alien Isolation, um, far more like the first one because uh, Aliens, you know yourself, it's far more action packed. Still a great fucking movie, mm-hmm. but if you're looking for like which one is more horror it's definitely the first yeah, yeah. big time so the atmosphere of this game definitely is what makes it so good and i do feel like uh the original dead space fucking had that atmosphere element down to a t like i was telling you earlier about craig's friends who just fucking paused he's like i yeah. can't deal with it like what we were doing on survival mode it was happening to people on the, the single player you know that was that was the funniest thing as well because i think on my first playthrough in survival mode when i got killed the moment the cutscene came, because it was the first cutscene, it's the mm-hmm. first time we've experienced getting killed by the alien. I just put the map on. Like, yeah. I, I hammered so many buttons on the controller oh, yeah, immediately the that I just put the map on and yeah. sat there being like, well, 
yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. Will I quit or just unpause it and let him kill me? Yeah, I'll yeah. quit. I'll quit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see this. I don't have to go through with this. Excellent. Uh, yes, is there any more? Any more? I mean, because it's, it's Halloween. Is mm-hmm. there any other games, Kev, that you'd recommend people uh, yeah. give a play to? Yeah, but there's a couple. There's a couple games that I really enjoy that are um, based off of horror movies that I think most people know in Friday the 13th and um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it's uh, the same publisher um, released the two of them um, would highly recommend them to anyone who is it's a fan of classic horror movies because it captures particularly the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game actually um, it, it's a really cool option so you can you can either play as Survivor or well hope to be a Survivor or a family member so you could be like Leatherface or one of the other kind of characters uh-huh. that's uh, in the original movie and some of the sequels I never really watched the the sequels so mm-hmm. I, I is this recognize. a text chainsaw massacre game or is yeah. it like day yeah by it's a game or? so it's an oh. online game there's no story mode now so it's uh, you either play as one or the other um, you play as um, yeah a murderer trying to hunt down uh, any of the four survivors that are in it's the original house from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie and it's an awesome way of doing it because like playing as a victim firstly is way more fun mm-hmm. in my opinion because yeah. you have like the usual kind of little mini challenges you'd expect of a game like that where you know you have to like maybe turn a generator on or off yep. to unlock you know the prison cell so the game starts you're in a basement and it's just get out and um you know as like one of the victims you're permanently injured so you can never run at full speed you're always like hobbling which mm-hmm. adds to this insanity and when you're in when the game starts in the basement only one of the the bad guys um is in the basement with you and that's fucking leatherface so like the game starts you're trying to get out of these shackles and all yours and it gets closer and closer and it's just this insane anxiety build so you might be able to get out of the basement which is like you've completed one set of challenges, but then you're on the next floor and there's another person who's trying to get you mm-hmm. and like Leatherface can follow you up, but you can't deal any damage really to the to yeah. the bad guys chasing you. You're just purely escaping them the whole time. Mm. And it is some crack. Like it, it, it it's why I like, I like horror games that I can play for like 20 minutes like that. Cause like my game yeah, will probably yeah, last yeah. about 20 just like, minutes. Just like get your scare Just in get my scare and up go. and then I'm like, oh, okay, now I can play something else. But yeah, I'd really recommend that was anyone who who enjoys a, a horror base, a horror game that's based on like a franchise that they might like from movies. Um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Friday the 13th would be the two I would recommend. But if you're going to do Friday the 13th, get on it soon because I think because of a licensing deal, it's going to be pulled from... Um, oh, really? Yeah, nice. it's going to be gone. So I think if you buy it pre the end of this year, you can have it for another year. But come the end of 2024, the license agreement's gone and the game will cease to exist. Servers wow. are being taken If you already have it, they can't yeah. really take it away. But the, the server is going to be gone, so there'll be no oh, online platform for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it shame. Be, and it's a really yeah. good one because that one, while it's in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, while it's really fun to play as the um, the victims, playing as like the, the, the bad guys isn't as good because they don't have powers. They're, they, they're just psychotic human beings. Whereas if you're playing as Jason in the, in the Friday the 13th game, chat is open like he 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 yeah. can do some stuff that i didn't know he could do from the movies yeah yeah so um be- getting to be him and that is just it's some crack yeah i would highly yeah, recommend those games what about you Colm? any horror games you recommend for people to play this halloween if they're looking for something to sit down with in the evening fireworks going off kids getting scared outdoors what game would you be settling to to give yourself a little spook Oh, oh, I don't even know, Darren. I don't know. You're like, I'm not going to give myself a spook. Yeah, I've um, already spooked myself out too much this year. The Dead uh, Space one is class. Like, if uh, jumping back into Dead Space, I got the remake. Yeah. And, uh, God, my God, like, it, it's it's fear-inducing. Like, But you haven't played the remake. Uh, not the no. remake, so, it, yeah, just the original. Maybe, like, not, no, I don't even think I ever played, like, a HD remake of mm-hmm. it or anything. Yeah. Um, PlayStation 3, wasn't it? that generation at least yes. anyway yeah. so yeah, i remember yeah. playing it on yeah yeah so i had dead space 2 on the 360 i think great game yeah, as well yeah. it's like aliens and alien it's just yeah. like it goes from like a atmospheric horror to like still a bit atmospheric but mostly action yeah because it's just like right you've dealt with that before so here's a fuck lot more of it and loads more ammo <laughs> do you know what i love about those games as well actually is because like because they are creepy and like like the audio is a huge part of the creepiness yeah. of it because like you know like out of nowhere in in the dead space remake i, I can't remember if this is um from the originals but like they'll just be like random whispers in your ear yeah and like none of the none of like the aliens or anything like that 
have like can like really like talk mm. like that so it's just random atmospheric stuff just to just to mess with you it seems like and then there was this other thing i noticed in dead space that i don't think this was done on purpose but it scares the bejesus out of me so like if you've just like taken off a load of someone's limbs you know like that's mm-hmm. why you have to kill everyone in dead space you have to take their limbs off um you know usually if you walk over like a corpse in a game it won't move like you'll just like kind of float through it these ones move so like you'll step on it and um, then like it might accidentally like come over your shoulder like and you'll see like the arms but it's dead yeah. but like I think it's real so I'm so like oh my god there's one behind me and yeah, I'm turning around yeah, it's yeah. just like I got him ages ago like would and you lay off <laughs> absolutely and that's because in that game right you can use your telekinesis abilities to yes. like you know pick up their limbs and shoot Love them that. back at them yeah. or like pick up a corpse and just ragdoll it yeah. so like when you walk through it it kind of still has that ragdoll little physics mm. I'm guessing yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah no, so such a fucking good game oh, Dead so Space great. is amazing it's been years since I've played them but I, I think I will pick them up if I were to choose another one to recommend uh, it's one that I haven't finished and couldn't finish when I tried it the, it was during during COVID so it was especially hard but uh, uh, Senua's Sacrifice Senua's Sacrifice I don't know, I don't know. do you know the the uh, even though like the Senua like there's a new second one coming out for the Xbox now sometime soon but it's a whole thing on she's it's like a Norse um, you know Viking mythology or whatever else and uh, she is trying to I think the story is that she's trying to like revive or see if she can bring her husband back to life by going on this journey but she herself has mental health issues so here's voices and things so you're going through it's very linear very puzzle based but it is quite possibly and it's like recommend you play it with headphones and all that kind of stuff but there are times where i'm walking through just like oh yeah i gotta move this thing and do that whatever else and i would be literally like you just, you just hear whispers and the, you know with headphones it's like whispers a little bit through your left ear mm-hmm. so you, you swing to the left and like, oh, there's nothing there or a little bit of noise to your right, and you swing to the right, and it's like, oh, geez, no, it's still not there, but it made me so unsettled, because the whole thing, it's like a really good, um, I think they like they met up with teams and stuff like that, and specialists to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. the effects of mental health, you know, um, disorders with certain people, and, and how they uh, manifest themselves, and, and they put a lot of that into this game, and it, it was, I couldn't finish it, it was so unsettling, like not horror, mm-hmm. not, not gore, not violent, but one of the more, and nothing like, nothing visual, on the screen that mm-hmm. was scaring me but it was all just like messing with my head through pure audio pure audio was all that game needed it was just to that's to always the me. way with horror though isn't it it's just that like it, it's it's the set it relies so heavily on sound you know like, yeah. like just to build up the tension you know like that kind of like you know like that violin noise where it's just like a scratching violin yeah. and you're like something's gonna happen well we were watching uh smile last night and it had a really good soundtrack that anytime it like like it did it, it made you think something might just be about to happen because it was building up the just the, the the volume or the whatever notes being played is just like building and building in the in the theme of the song but the motifs and smile were very unsettling it was just very like uncomfortable mm-hmm. noises you know very very creepy um could i ask you guys a question now uh based on like horror movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that is there any like video game that you would love to see like like it could be horror based obviously now but is there any horror film kind of thing you'd love to see in a video game um and like what kind of film are we talking or what kind of game are you talking i think one film that i enjoyed i don't think it's as scary to watch but i think it'd be very scary to play would be sleepy hollow Sleepy oh, Hollow, yeah nice. Okay. yeah in terms of because he's a doctor in it right mm-hmm. so i think the whole like you being like a doctor investigatory type of person in the scenario but playing through the thing with the headless and the headless horseman could be that thing that like constantly like nemesis and resident mm-hmm. evil 3 constantly bothers you and the whole um landscape of sleepy hollow is in that forest by that manor place so it's mm-hmm. a very unsettling location mm-hmm. as, there's witches as well. and stuff in that world so yeah. you never know what else you're dealing with so sleepy hollow would be one for me again because i love it so much and i think it could be a very claustrophobic and unsettling game to play uh, and even without the monsters just because mm-hmm. of the claustrophobia would be the descent like the you're, okay. well, you're, yeah. you're yeah, a team you. of spelunkers and you got to mm-hmm. go through all these small caves and then, you know the camera angle would be great like you know we've got no control your flashlight batteries <laughs> dies yeah so i think the descent could be a really good one for a jump scare uh, that those would be my two sleepy hollow and the descent very cool Kev, anything I've, you got? i find like um kind of going the other way um a game that i think is actually being turned into a movie and i'm hoping that the success or the potential success of the movie maybe gives us a sequel to the game in days gone 
okay. which like I think it's crying out for a sequel but I think on release the game didn't do maybe as well I think as it was it released was, quite buggy and stuff yeah, that's the zombie yeah. one where you're on a motorbike yeah right? but yeah. like it's got serious like some of the some of the biggest like scares I've had in a game was that one because I think it would be more considered an action adventure open world style game but it's definitely horror and survival themes yeah. all the way through it because like did you play it like you have to I taking down a horde is awful is yeah. absolutely so terrifying because mm-hmm. the zombies in this game they don't move like you know they're not trudging they're not along slow, they're yeah. sprinting yeah. like they can move and like every now and then you need to go into an area and clear it of you know it could be 200 of these things mm-hmm. so you have to like plan in advance and uh, i only played about two or three hours of it but what i love in those two, two or three hours is that it introduced you to locations where you knew you were going to have to deal with oh, a yeah. horde in this location because yeah. there was like things that you knew you could shoot at yeah. like that would blow up and, and you're like oh I'm gonna have to fight a horde yeah. here oh shortly. there's a fire barrel I wonder what yeah, that's there yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, even yeah. going to those places I'm like oh I'm gonna have to deal with a horde yeah. here yeah. yeah so I think that like uh, that will make for a fantastic movie and I'm hoping the movie will put a bit more cash into yeah. Sony's pocket and we'll get the sequel because uh, they get Mark Wahlberg to be the main character <laughs> oh, of course they'll always get Mark Wahlberg I'm, but like it would make for a fantastic film it really yeah. would it's 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 such a such a good game it just mm-hmm. I don't know why it got like I was watching actually an IGN review for it quite recently just to be like what happened in the end of that game again like I, I couldn't I haven't played it in a couple of years and it panned it like absolutely yeah. panned it and then I was looking it up then on, on like Steam but it had like really good ratings on Steam so I was like yeah. there's no well it came a few years here. or a year or two after after I yeah. think it really got Completely big, fixed it. like yeah. turned over, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Colin? Um, well, after you said that, like in fairness to be the other way around, but I'm a huge fan of Dying Light. Uh, Dying Light is great mm-hmm. a zombie movie where you're kind of like a parkour specialist. A great way, like I always thought during a zombie thing, I was like, sure, all you have to do is just climb. Like if you get up on the wall and there's a thousand zombies around you, all you need is a fucking spear and just start fucking stabbing bitches yeah. in the head and you're like well i'm safe up here but in this like um there's like anomalies you know like kind of jumpers and spitters and big giant hulks kind of like in the last of us and stuff but um if i was to talk about like a film that i'd love to see made into a game and i think it has been but it's a really old one and it would be the thing oh, the, uh, oh the, classic the, one That's of my favorite what, yeah. films not even just horror just like fucking one of my favorite the, films the thing game is actually very very good is it not very old? It's very old. I think it's PlayStation 1 or 2 maybe, but I really enjoyed the thing, oh, the game. It's it's supposed to have mechanics in it where it's just like your trust and fear levels with your like your your yeah. survivors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you have like a really low trust score based on some decisions you've made, um, oh, wow. like they, they won't trust you or whatever way it works. That's so really it's, advanced for PS1 game. For yeah. early days, like it sounds very, very cool. But like if you like, because we played a fuck lot of Among Us during yes. like COVID and shit like what that. A game. What a fun game. What a game. But if you were to add that same element, but instead of the imposter you just like it's less cartoony and you could make it a tiny bit more graphic you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just pull it into the world and like just the isolation the fact that like you're at a lab in the middle of the arctic and you know like the power goes out uh you start seeing like in the among us you're just like what are we doing over there in the electrical yeah, room yeah. and it's just, like so, you know, someone just being <laughs> so innocent and someone else in the shade of the darkness like comes in and sabotages and your trust with like your fellow friends just yeah. falters and yeah, then, like yeah. the enemies are just playing you like a fiddle you're like oh it's nothing worse there's because <laughs> Among Us, Among Us, even with its simple kind of graphics and everything, mm-hmm. that still had the the scare factor sometimes when, you, when you'd be running around, uh, someone's like, you know, one of the imposters has turned off the lights and you're running to somewhere and you only got that small little bit of light mm-hmm. around your character. And the next thing you know, someone passes by your light and then kills you. And there were so many times I was sitting at home during COVID in the room by myself going, ah! you, like, yeah. that, like, the kill uh, animations yeah. are hilarious in yeah. that yeah. as well. Did anyone ever play that? You could play that VR, couldn't you? Yeah, like, yeah my, my brother yeah. had, had it or played it in VR. I've never, I mean, I've seen clips of it, but I, I just think that because Among Us still was able to give you that bit of, that, that little bit of fear factor even though it was goofy and cartoony Mm -hmm. that it's like yeah if you made like a you know a version of that only like based entirely on the thing with modern day graphics Mm -hmm. and all the intensity that you can get from music Mm -hmm. and everything like that i think yeah the thing that kind of a version of the thing would be a great game i mean like the the concept of it alone like i remember seeing this thing about the thing only recently as a film like john carpenter uh took a lot of flack from it like apparently it stopped him from working in massive hollywood movies at the time because yeah. when it came out i think it was what's your man that really famous fucking reviewer 
um Egers, like e- robert roger robert, roger e- e- ebert, ebert, ebert yes ebert, yeah. he came out and he said something about the movie like this is the biggest piece of shit ever like the only reason this film exists is so that he can show you horrific disgusting images oh. blah 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 and then years later like people fucking start doing an, an analytics and studying the story and stuff like that and just the the atmosphere of the isolation Ooh. and the fucking the mistrust going on like it sets up an amazing like even without the creature it sets up an amazing like fucking mystery mm-hmm. or like a kind of you know atmosphere if we were talking about alien and stuff this is just like alien you're not in a different like you're not out in space but you're in such an isolated place that no matter what happens here it's just here yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. Co- well people could potentially come but you're not getting out you know that way and that's and that's the this is the things i like about films like the thing and like i watched the mist stephen king's the mystery scene oh, the yeah. 2007 film now the ending in that is absolutely awful but the movie's great in that the creatures and stuff aren't scary but what is scary is the human nature side yeah. of things mm-hmm. yeah. that when you're put into those scenarios the scary thing isn't the scenario itself but the nature of other people yeah. and that's where yeah. like oh my god like I, yeah. I've got to manage this fucking re- religious who's, this person's become a religious zealous because of the situation yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff is very very interesting I so. think like every single apocalyptic game movie TV show whatever it is I've ever watched or played there's always one like ultra weird new religious groups that are cannibals and like it's just, uh, it's just always cannibals. there's always there's always one group and yeah. it's just like okay i'm hungry we're gonna we're gonna resort to cannibalism yeah, instantly like, here every time in the lord's image yeah, yeah therefore yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. eating the body of christ i'll explain it away somehow uh, gentlemen that's been uh plenty of time for our our uh, spooky halloween episode Woo-hoo, yeah spooky. way to go um so uh, i guess just to, to give people a bit of an update next week on the podcast it'll be myself craig and luke we're going to look at nintendo versus microsoft versus sony and see who we believe maybe came out on top in 2023 mm-hmm. uh, so you can catch that and also for people who who haven't checked out our patreon uh, yet patreon.com forward slash the gift of gaming we're currently running through the gift of gaming battle royale where we've chosen some of our um it's just some worthy video game characters and put them through some random tests and we decide uh, in each post show who who gets knocked out and who's left us mm-hmm. yeah. as the gift of gaming podcast's greatest video game character you know yes. yeah uh, you can check that out for the price of a coffee each and every month uh, it would help support the podcast and we'd love it very very much if you uh, could help out or tell your friends uh colum kev thank you so much for getting spooked at me during the week and then for <laughs> great it was <laughs> a week for it you know it, it was, was so yeah, much yeah, fun yeah. it was and, and I, I hope you guys enjoy uh, whatever spooky things you get up to uh, on halloween and to our listeners out there uh you know uh, go out get tricked go for treats have a happy halloween get spooked and uh we'll catch you on the next one until then keep enjoying the gift that is gaming peace out bye 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 Oh, 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 oh,